today as I sit here as we turn into October I find myself in a bit of a reflective space I'm not sure if you find yourself in this space as well I I find myself thinking about how different this moment is than what I imagined. You know, my son is in kindergarten and ever since he was little, you imagine what it's like when your son kind of starts that elementary school process. Uh, I think about this fall as we walk into October and all the things that are so different. And one thing that it has really reminded me is of the things I'm able to focus on, the things that I'm able to control that so many things that I bank my future on are completely out of my control. And we as a church later in this service are going to go into a family discussion where we're going to kind of imagine ourselves five years from now. I think it's going to be a fun and lively experience. I really look forward to that. It inspires me. But as I think about that for myself, what does it look like five years from now personally for me? It feels like this season reminds me of how difficult and uncertain it can be to ask, where will I be in five years? As I think about all of the uncertainty and changes I'm sure many of us have experienced, I would say all of us have experienced when it comes to our jobs. Five years from now, what does that look like? In terms of where we are in our relationships, in terms of where we are in the country, in terms of where we live, am I still gonna be in this apartment? Am I gonna be in a house, a different apartment? Five years from now, a lot of those questions feel bigger than I know how to tackle. But I think that's actually okay. I actually think that there's something in the tradition of Jesus that would encourage us to say, we don't know. That that is not in our control. And that's actually not where Jesus draws our attention towards. I think we see throughout the biblical stories a constant reminder to shift our attention shift our attention from the things that connote our status, shift our attention from the things that speak to our comfort, shift our attention from those outward things. I can't help but think of, of Samuel, who is coming to David, the youngest and least impressive looking of the brothers, to tell him, you will be the next king. And David kind of does what I think a lot of us do. Like, are you sure you're talking to me? And Samuel gives us the, the words that I think is echoed throughout the tradition of Jesus, which is saying that the Lord does not look at the things the man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And to me, that's helpful, because what do I have control over? What can I say about what's true from five years from now? And I think to me, the pivot in that consideration is a move from where will I be in five years from now to who do I want to be five years from now? What are the things that make me who I am that I want to be true? I want to be an attentive and present father. I want to be somebody who is honest and trustworthy. I want to be somebody that in my work, people feel like they can look to me and trust that I'll advocate and fight for them when their voices aren't being heard. I want to be the kind of person that holds on to hope in the world and isn't filled with despair when the world around me feels so full of things worth despairing over. It feels particularly true this week to me as I think about all the things circulating with Brianna Taylor, is how do I both acknowledge the hurt but not lose hope for what the future can be. 
And so those are things that I feel that Jesus can work with me on as I think about who I want to be in five years. And then the question for me becomes, what are the things I need to do to foster that kind of integrity, to foster that kind of heart within myself? And so what I wanna do here is lead us into a process, a prayer process in a moment of imagining the person we want to be in five years, not just based off of kind of what our, our world would deem as successful. There for many of us, we have images that were placed in our heads by our families and the places we grew up of like, this is what a good life is. I often find that my idea of what a good life is, is far narrower than what God has. And so what I want to do is I'm going to do this process where we're going to imagine the person we want to be and ask for God's help in thinking through what does that mean in terms of priorities for me? What does that mean in terms of the things that I need to work on? And so uh, if you would like to join with me in this process, the goal first is I'm just going to talk you through what will happen and then we'll do it. The goal is to quiet ourselves to try to get in touch and create space within ourselves to not just ask, who do I want to be in terms of my own perspective, but even ask God, who do you want me to be? Because my experience is borne out that often who that is, is a much uh, preferable person than the thing I create in my own mind. And then ask for help to lean into that experience and rejoice in the hope of what that means. And then we're going to ask for God to highlight some priorities, highlight some ways that we can say, well, if that's where I want to be, what does that mean in terms of practice? What does that mean in terms of, of things I want to pursue? And then we're going to end with a, a calming space of just asking God to meet us with both hope and grace as we do that process. Okay. Just going to quiet myself if you want to join in. I find it helpful to either close my eyes or to find something for my eyes to look on, whether it's a picture or from outside, something in the sky, even just a place on my wall, just help me calm myself. And Jesus, I invite you to be with all of us right now. We breathe in and we breathe out. We breathe in We breathe out. And Lord, I acknowledge all of the things of this moment right now. I acknowledge the to-do lists in my head. I acknowledge the emotions of this moment. I don't invalidate them. I don't disregard them. I just ask for help for this moment to step back in terms of perspective, that I would put them aside and find myself almost zooming out in terms of me, zooming away from this particular moment. I have a mental exercise of seeing myself sitting in my home right here. And almost like I'm looking at it from a Google map in my head, I ask for help to pull out and I see my house situated in my neighborhood here in Arcadia Heights. I take a breath. And I zoom out 
I see myself situated here in Chicago as I see the Midwest around me. And I take a breath. And I zoom out and see myself situated on this earth in the United States. <clears throat> and I take a breath. And I zoom out and see myself situated <clears throat> amongst the stars in our galaxy. And I take a breath. And Jesus, I ask for help right now to almost fast forward my mental image almost as if I've left this space and time and now I'm re-entering it five years from now. I zoom back in to see earth within my vision and I take a breath. I zoom back in to see the United States within situated in this earth and I take a breath. And I zoom in to see Chicago <coughs> situated in the Midwest and I take a breath. I zoom into my neighborhood, see myself situated here amongst the blocks around me and I take a breath. And now Jesus, I ask that you would draw your attention to who I am. What are the things that you want to build within me to be the person that I would like to be in five years? And I take a breath and wait. We're just gonna be silent for a moment. I encourage you to just pay attention to anything that pops into your head. Pay attention to any longings you have, any rise in emotions. We just ask that you would speak to us into the people you would like us to be, to live a life that is full and deep. I'm, I'm just paying attention to the things within me that feel drawn out. I, I wanna be present. The person I am in five years from now is present, is in the moment, aware and with those around me. The man I am in five years, I see myself full of hope and joy. one that feels that they have a vision for even a better future.
noticing that the, the person I am in five years is full of peace and confidence in who I am. I know that I am loved and valued. I feel no need to defend that or protect that against anybody else, that I know it to be true. The person I am is somebody who is, is standing for justice. I, I feel a sense of peace about where I see myself in fighting for a more hopeful future. And this doesn't have to be perfect. You don't feel like you have to have a full picture of it, but maybe as simple as asking God, like, what is one thing that I want to be true of myself and who I am in five years. And just focus on that one. Might take a breath. And now, Jesus, I, I bring myself back to this moment here today. And I ask, what does that mean for me to be that person in five years? Show me a picture of what that means in terms of my priorities, in terms of my focus. If I am to be that man who is present in that moment with those around me, not distracted by the future or caught up in the regret of the past, what does that mean? What do I need for that to be true of me? I feel a deep sense of needing to develop even greater self-care and balance. Needing to develop a better sense of knowing what I need and being able to name it so that I can work through my stress and anxiety to be present in moments. Just encourage you to even just pick out one aspect of who that person you wanna be is and ask God, well, what does that mean? I need to prioritize. I see that a person of mine that's full of hope. What do I need to be to be that person that's full of hope? I feel God drawing me to the necessity of grief. But if I am to be full of hope, I need to grieve the things that I grieve, grieve loss, grieve disappointment, so that I don't hold it with me and turn into hardening or cynicism, that I need to grieve the hard things for my heart to stay soft enough to be full of hope.
will learn whatever we see in that person we are right now. I, I ask right now that you would break off any of the lies, the burdens, the weights that are tied to the where am I in five years? All of the uncertainties, where will I live? What will be true of my job? What will be true of me in relationships? What will be true of all of those where will I be in five-year questions? And I ask right now that you would break them from us and offer us freedom from the things we don't have control over. Offer us grace. and help us see the ways that we develop who we are. Now, Lord, we just breathe. Take one deep breath. And I come back to my stresses of this week. I come back to my to-do lists. I come back to my heavy emotions. But I ask, Lord, that you would layer on top of that a priority and a perspective of that person I want to be in five years. Pray that in your name. Amen.